Hello, and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we begin, Coco and I want to say a really big, heartfelt thank you. Recently, I've been asking you to rate and review the show, and suddenly Sleep HQ has been inundated. We read them all, and we love to see what you're enjoying, so thank you for taking the time, just like Harry Potter fan from the US did, to tell us what you like and why you like it. Another reason we value your reviews is because they help other families to find us. That means more relaxing bedtimes and many calmer, happier evenings. And that makes Coco a very happy koala indeed. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Now, on to tonight's story, where we will learn how dreams are created and follow a magical dream giver and his son as they deliver dreams to the world. Close your eyes and imagine magic golden dust being sprinkled over your face, relaxing you and lulling you into a peaceful, deep sleep. This is Bring Me a Dream by Alicia Ainsley. Have you ever wondered where dreams come from? Dreams visit us each night when we close our eyes. You may not always remember them, but they are there, soothing us and entertaining us while we sleep. Without dreams, our nights would be very dull. Dreams allow us to live out new lives and do things we can never do in the real world. Dreams help us process what has happened in the day and escape to different realities for a short while. You can be anyone or do anything whilst in a deep slumber. Everything is possible in a dream. But where do our dreams come from? Who creates dreams and puts them in our heads? Well, that would be the dream givers. Dream givers are magical creatures that look very much like you and me, but they are very different too. The dream givers dwell in a magical land beyond the clouds and just before the stars. They live in cosy little purple houses that float on top of fluffy white clouds and go completely unnoticed by the humans on the earth below. During the daytime, they rest and play. They create art and write stories. Dream givers are very creative beings and their skills are put to perfect use at night when they go to work. When the night comes and the humans of the earth are all tucked up in their beds, the magical dream givers fly around the world sprinkling their dream dust over the roofs of the houses, giving sweet dreams to everyone inside. 
Do you remember a really fun dream you once had? Well, a dream giver gave you that. Dream givers are very kind and full of wonderful, exciting ideas. Their talents are put to good use, providing dreams to the people of the world. If you remember your dream the next day, then you're very lucky to have the memory of one of their mystical creations. So, what does a dream giver look like? I hear you ask. Dream givers have light blue skin, the colour of the sky, and are only small. In fact, they are the same size as the ladybirds you see in your garden. But while they may be small, their powers are mighty. Dream givers look just like humans, except their eyes sparkle, like the twinkling of the stars, and their skin shimmers as if they are covered from head to toe in glitter. They speak in soft, hushed tones, because they never want to wake anyone, and they fly thanks to tiny angel wings that protrude out of their backs. Dream givers have families just like you and me. There are mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters, and they all help each other. When young dream givers turn just eight years old, they begin to learn how to create dreams out of dream dust and fly through the skies assisting their parents in providing dreams to the world. Dream dust is very powerful and magical. Only dream givers can see the gold shimmering dust as they sprinkle it from their fingertips and down onto the houses below. The dust magically seeps through the house and lands on the heads of the people sleeping inside. That's when the magic happens. As soon as the dream dust lands on the heads of the sleepers, they immediately relax and fall into a deep sleep. Then, the dream givers can really get to work. Dream givers know all about what people like and how to help them sleep peacefully. A dream giver could guide you to dream about a large, open, green park where you can play with your friends all night long. They could create a dream for you in which you soar through the sky on the back of your pet dragon. They might even give you a dream all about outer space where you can float amongst the stars and greet friendly aliens. The possibilities are endless in your dreams. Dream givers love their job and get great satisfaction in designing dreams for everyone. Even you. So one night, when Orion, the dream giver, ran out of ideas for dreams, he had a big problem on his hands. Orion had been creating dreams for over a hundred years. He had designed dreams for kings and queens, celebrities and regular folk alike. 
He had even provided sweet slumbers for animals, like the regal lion and the gentle giraffe. His repertoire of dreams was impressive, and he had never had a disappointed customer. But now, in his 125th year, Orion had suddenly run out of ideas. What am I going to do? Orion lamented to his wife as they relaxed in their cosy little house in the clouds one Friday morning. Last night I barely gave out any dreams. I barely have any ideas and all of them are so uninspired. How can I give anyone sweet dreams when I have a creative block? His wife stroked his head and ran her fingers through his wispy white hair as she thought. It was very strange that Orion was struggling to create dreams when he had never had any problems before. While he laid his head on her lap with his feet up on the sofa, she watched their two children play outside. They had a little girl named Astrid and a little boy named Cosmo. Cosmo and Astrid were only young at just six and four years old, but one day they would grow up to become dream givers, just like their parents. As she watched her darling children play outside, she smiled fondly, admiring their childish abandon and vivid imaginations. They never needed any toys to play with. Astrid and Cosmo were always content simply playing with one another. They would concoct imaginary worlds in their minds and run around the clouds pretending to be characters in their own little games. That's when their mother had an idea. She looked down at Orion, laid across her lap, feeling very sorry for himself, and made a suggestion. Why don't you take some inspiration from your children? They have brilliant imaginations, and I'm sure they could give you lots of new ideas for dreams. Orion sat up straight and turned to look at his children out of the window. His wife was right. They did have wonderful imaginations, and they were full of youthful curiosity that could be beneficial to his dreams. Orion decided to head out to work this evening with a special apprentice by his side, six-year-old Cosmo. Now, usually, dream-givers don't begin creating dreams until they are at least eight years old. But Orion was desperate and hoped that his son could provide him with some much-needed originality. That night, he prepared for work and made up a small bag of dream-dust, especially for Cosmo. 
He handed Cosmo the small gold drawstring bag and told him, This is your dream dust, Cosmo, and with this dust you can create any dream you want for whoever it lands on. Do you have some ideas? Cosmo nodded his head eagerly, and Orion patted the top of his head with relief. Good, he said. Then let's fly. With that, he took his son's little hand, and together they soared up into the sky, flying way above the clouds and out into the night. Cosmo's little wings flapped and fluttered excitedly as he floated alongside his father. They had never been out flying together beyond their home before, and Cosmo had never seen his father at work. As they flew through the sky, Cosmo could see that his father wasn't the only dream-giver working tonight. There were adult dream-givers everywhere. He could see the creatures of his magical land jumping from house to house, sprinkling their golden dream-dust down the chimneys and through the windows. There were men and women, and even young dream-givers like himself although they all were much older than Cosmo. Cosmo was, perhaps, the youngest dream-giver ever to be out on the job. Together, Cosmo and Orion zoomed through the skies, dancing above the sleeping houses and casting their shadows across the moon. Eventually, Orion and Cosmo stopped and rested on the roof of a house. It was a big stone house with a red roof. A long, pale wooden fence bordered all the way around the house, and its garden and two squeaky clean cars were parked on the driveway. Cosmo could hear light snoring coming from inside. Everyone must already be asleep. Orion pulled out his bag of dream dust and gestured to Cosmo to do the same. They both opened up their bags and stuck their thumb and forefinger inside to gather a sprinkling of dream dust. It was up to Orion to teach his son how to design dreams correctly so that everyone inside the house got their own special night's sleep. Orion began to teach his son. Inside this house is a family with a mother, a father and two children just like us. What we need to do is sprinkle our dream dust over the rooftop 
and wait for it to seep in. Then we can create their dreams for them. I'll make the dreams for the parents and little girl. If you make the dream for the little boy, is that all right? Cosmo nodded proudly and asked in a hushed voice, What do I make him dream about, father? Orion's eyes lit up and he placed his hand on his young son's shoulder and replied, You can make him dream about absolutely anything you want. Orion took Cosmo's hand, and in perfect synchronization, they sprinkled their dream dust on the red slates of the roof. Cosmo was mesmerized as he watched the golden dust trickle through the roof tiles and down into the house. Then, magically, four beams of golden light shone up through the roof. Orion explained to Cosmo how each beam of light was a portal into the minds of the sleepers. These portals were how they sent them their sweet dreams. Orion stood over one of the dream portals and began to wave his arms around above it. Small, magical sparks shot up and out into the air as Orion explained to Cosmo what he was doing. I'm creating a dream for the mother right now. She's going to be lying on a white, sandy beach next to the sea. I want her dream to be as relaxing as possible. It wasn't his most inspired dream creation, but Orion hoped it would be enough to help the woman inside sleep peacefully and wake up refreshed. Then he moved on to the father's dream. He designed a scene within the portal of rolling hills and lush green countryside. He placed grazing horses in amongst the grass and carved out a country path for the man to walk along. Can I add something, father? Cosmo piped up unexpectedly. His father stepped aside and allowed his young son to have a go. Cosmo looked down into the scene and saw the man walking along the path. Cosmo waved his hands above the scene and magically a bicycle appeared by the side of the path. The man in the dream grabbed the bicycle with glee and started cycling along, taking in the breathtaking views as he went. 
It was a lovely, playful addition to the dream, and Orion appreciated it. Now it's your turn to have a go at a dream of your own, Orion declared encouragingly, leading Cosmo over to the third dream portal. Cosmo felt butterflies rising in his stomach. If he could make this other little boy dream about anything, then where should he begin? He thought back to the game he and his sister had played earlier on that day. They had imagined they were explorers, diving deep into the heart of a magical jungle. In this jungle, They could speak to every animal they saw. What a good idea for a fun dream, Cosmo thought. He looked down into the glowing golden portal to the young boy's mind, took a deep breath and began to wave his hands above the portal as he created. Inside the portal, he could see the jungle scene appearing before his very eyes. Tall, leafy trees began to grow up out of the ground, and large bushes and beautiful flowers began to sprout. He could see the little boy, whose dream it was, watching the miraculous scene grow around him, and he began to laugh. Exotic animals such as elephants, zebra, monkeys, sloths, and a friendly tiger began to march around the forest floor or swing from the tree branches. Parrots flitted between the plants, calling out to the human boy, and he started talking back to them. The boy in the dream appeared to be having a wonderful time. Orion watched over Cosmo proudly. He was a natural. Once all of the family's dream scenes were created, they moved on to the next house swiftly. They had a lot of people to deliver dreams to tonight. The next house they arrived at was much smaller than the last. It was a cosy little bungalow where two grandparents lived with their dog, Orion paused for a moment and wondered, was this a beneficial house for his son to create a dream at? How could Cosmo possibly know what two elderly adults would want to dream about? Orion hardly knew himself, so this would be a tough one for his young son. They followed the same procedure and sprinkled their dream dust across the rooftop 
three dream portals opened up. Cosmo and Orion both peered into the portal for the grandfather. Orion looked to Cosmo and asked, What do you think this man would like to dream about tonight? Cosmo scrunched up his little face in thought. Well, he thought out loud, I think that he will like some fun in his dream tonight. It must get very boring when you grow up and can't run and play anymore. Orion was slightly taken back by his young son's shrewd observation. He indeed could imagine it must be frustrating to lose the mobility and energy you had when you were younger. It sounded like a splendid idea. Orion glanced over his son's shoulder as he waved his hands above the portal and manipulated the elderly man's dream. The man was no longer elderly, with aching muscles and tired bones inside his dream. Instead, he looked as young as Cosmo. He had been transported back into his six-year-old body, full of endless energy and without an ache or pain in sight. The man was delighted with his young body and began to jump and run and dance around in his dream world. The man looked very happy and grateful for being young again and he started running towards a football pitch just as the dream portal began to close off. Orion thought, Perhaps adults don't just want to be adults and do adult things in their dreams. Maybe they sometimes want to remember what it was like to be young and carefree. Perhaps they wanted to relive their youth from time to time. Orion took inspiration from Cosmo's idea and gave the man's elderly wife a similar dream to enjoy for the night. But this time, she was a teenager again, getting dressed to attend a dance with her friends. She wore a pretty yellow dress and twirled around in front of the mirror, admiring herself just as the dream portal closed off. Before they left, they had one final dream to give. For the loyal dog, Cosmo designed the perfect dream for the playful companion. He created a big field full of tennis balls, squeaky toys, and the occasional squirrel for it to chase. The adorable furry friend didn't know where to begin. 
There was so much in the dream to enjoy. To finish off the dream scenario, Orion added his own little touch. He planted a bush in the middle of the field, with dozens of doggy treats dangling from its branches. If he did say so himself, this might be the dog's best dream ever. Orion and Cosmo spent the night flying from house to house, testing out new ideas. They transported dreamers to medieval castles, pirate ships under the sea, to far-off countries, and even back in time. They let people do fun activities, such as skiing down snowy mountains, surfing tidal waves, and driving race cars. They even got people mingling with their favourite celebrities, meeting royalty and reuniting with long-lost friends. There were no limits to what they could give to others in their dream worlds. Orion couldn't wait for Cosmo to one day be old enough to join him every night with his dream-giving responsibilities. They were a great team. As the hours ticked by, the night drew towards its end, and daylight would soon be here. After just one night of working with his son, Orion was already feeling so much more inspired. There was one house left on their list for tonight. It was a tiny apartment in the middle of a block of flats. It was trickier to get to than the other houses. So Orion and Cosmo flew up to one of the windows. They peeped inside and could see the dark outlines of a sofa, a television set, and a kitchen area. Get your dream dust, Cosmo, Orion whispered. Cosmo pulled the string of his bag, but as he did, the string snapped, and the bag of dream dust came loose falling all the way to the ground below. Gold dream dust scattered everywhere across the pavement, and Cosmo looked to his father apologetically. I'm sorry, father. It was an accident. How will I give these people a dream now? Cosmo bowed his head disappointedly, but Orion cupped his little chin with his fingers and lifted his head up to lock eyes with him. Don't worry, Orion comforted him. 
I've got plenty of dream dust to spare. You can use some of mine. Cosmo's frown turned upside down immediately. He picked out a sprinkling of gold dust from his father's pouch, and together they blew the dream dust onto the window pane. Within seconds, two beams of light radiated out of the flat and into the sky. They were dream portals for a father and his teenage son. It was clear that the father was an artist as he sat on a stool in his dream, staring at a blank canvas on a painting easel. The man looked dejected and disheartened. He didn't seem to have any inspiration to paint. Orion understood this man's plight. He, too, had been struggling for artistic inspiration for quite a while. Luckily, he had found his inspiration again, all thanks to his son. That's when he had an idea. Orion waved his hands in front of the dream portal and began to amend the man's dreary dream. He filled up the pot on the side of the easel with a handful of new paintbrushes and he freshened up the pots of paint by the man's side. He altered the lonely, plain room that the man was sat in to become the side of a bustling city square. There were musicians performing, a mime artist putting on a show, and many people walking, talking, sitting, and admiring the scene around them. The square was full of life. Then, as a finishing touch, Orion brought the man's teenage son into the dream. His son placed his hand on his father's shoulder to get his attention and pointed at the people around them. The man's face lit up and he began to chat with his son animatedly. Together, they started to plan what he would paint, and before he knew it, he had picked up a paintbrush and was starting to paint once more. Orion smiled fondly as the dream portal closed. If there was one dream he was proud to have provided this evening, it was that one. He loved being able to give back to someone else struggling, after he, too, had been through a rough patch. Cosmo turned to look at his father, having just finished up his own dream creation for the teenage son, 
and stretched out his arms and legs as he yawned. It had been a long night, and Cosmo was in need of a very well-deserved rest. Orion took Cosmo's hand, and they flew up into the sky and headed towards the horizon where they would see the morning sun beginning to rear its head for the day. Far ahead, they could just make out the faint outline of their home in the clouds. Can I come with you again tomorrow night, father? Cosmo pleaded as his little wings softly flapped up and down, pushing him through the air. Orion chuckled softly. We'll see, my son. But right now, you need a good day's sleep. As soon as they reached their home, Orion scooped up little Cosmo and carried him to his bed. He tucked him in underneath the duvet and thanked him for his help. Before Cosmo could even reply, his eyes had shut tight and his breathing had fallen into a steady rhythm as he fell deep asleep. Orion stroked his son's forehead affectionately and kissed him on his brow. Then he grabbed his bag of dream dust, reached his hand inside and sprinkled some onto his son's eyes. If there was anyone who deserved a pleasant sleep, it was definitely Cosmo. And Orion set to work, designing the most wonderful dream he ever had. <laughs>